Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Daily Bible Study Podcast. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with Aaron. Aaron, say hello. Hello, everyone. All right, and uh, today we're going to be go reading over something out of John. John 1, 12. We're going to be talking about our identity in Christ. Before we get to there, so we can give you some a chance to look that Bible verse up in your Bibles or look it up on an app. Aaron, how are you doing, bud? How was your day? Uh, I'm doing well, man. My day was really good. Um, I went, um, played some uh, pickleball with some friends that I did some time with. Uh, I made some little food and got together for some fellowship. Uh, that was really awesome. I was able to go to church tonight. Actually, had the, uh, so our other associate pastor was, um, on vacation, gonna be late, so I got asked to lead. Which led into pretty much uh, handling the whole service, which is awesome. I love it. Love what it, I feel that's what I love to do anyway. Uh, so, but our actually our head pastor, our our bishop, was was there today from Wichita. Uh, so it was great to see him. Plus, I was super nervous about it because he's a big uh, hero of the faith to me. Uh, he had some super encouraging words, uh, and it was, it was just it was. It was really good, man. Kind of, I needed that to, to look at refocusing. I found that if I'm not filling that role necessarily, I tend to let myself get relaxed. So the idea of <clears throat> having to be faster, uh, I was in my word a little more today. I, I was a lot more focused. Uh, so I definitely think that helped. So it was a pretty good day, man. Uh, that's about you. That's good. Uh, that's, that's good. I'm glad you had a good day when you said that, uh, you know, you got to lead the whole you you got to lead the whole service, and that made you happy. I just thought, well, that's because you're a control freak. I don't know if you guys know this about Aaron, <laughs> but Aaron Aaron loves to be in control, and you can see his face when he's not. Um, no, but that's good. I'm glad you got to do that. I'm glad you get to meet one of your heroes, of your faith. It's always nice to meet those people, and especially when they have kind, encouraging words. You know, that's that's great. Um, my day was really good. I got my CPR and AED certification done today. So that's one more hurdle for my certified personal trainer exam I got to get done. So I'm happy with that. I spent some time with my nephews. So they got tired real fast today. And so God is working on my patience because when seven and eight year old boys are tired, you can tell. But, but it's still a good day. I had a good day. Uh, you know, Spending time with the nephews. Um, it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> That's awesome, man. Yeah, that was know, pretty good. I remember my kids growing up about that age. And they were uh, definitely draining. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm uh, I'm yawning. I'm actively yawning right now when I think that uh, the the kids are a major por- portion why. But no, I had a good day and I'm, I'm in a, I'm in good spirits, man. Uh, you know, so me and Aaron had called, the, had a conversation before this, before the podcast, and we we're talking about uh, how somebody that I had asked for some insight and some advice from uh, on the podcast from, uh, she she happened to be at Aaron's church tonight, and they they kind of coincidentally, uh, you know, exchanged pleasantries and found out, you know, that they both knew me, and that's really cool for me. I was like, I feel disconnected. It's, if we're being honest, I feel disconnected from my church family a lot. I'm not going to a church here because none of them are open. 
I don't know anybody here in the world, you know, so it was really nice. It made me feel connected to know that. And so it made me happy. <clears throat> that's, that's awesome, man. Uh, it definitely was a, a very funny experience when we started talking and then realizing, you know, know knowing you and then having that realization. And, and then that's also the things that we're trying to do. Uh, so seeing that come together and being able to have that conversation uh, you know, in in the setting of church uh, was really awesome, man. I just I'm excited for the direction uh, for the podcast for our for everything that's going on. I, I always get really excited when I see people who talked about doing big things. So any any of our listeners who have done time know you always hear people, hey, when I get out, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And most of the time, that doesn't happen. So seeing people out here doing it. Uh, being able to be a part of that uh, is very encouraging. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, man, uh, yeah, I just, I love, and it, I'll be honest, guys. So, something you should know about me is I'm a super emotional guy and I'm getting, te- I'm, I'm literally tearing up right now just thinking about how God is moving in our lives. And even when we don't feel it, that God was planning this interaction between Aaron and, and Madison for me and for Aaron well before right now. You know, God was still moving. Yeah, and so like it's just really cool for me. Um, but yeah, so good days all around. You got to go to church. We got some uh, some help on the podcast. Are we are we ready to read, Aaron? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. Uh, wherever you are, man. Yeah. <clears throat> once again, John one twelve and thirteen. So, Aaron, if you would go ahead and pray us in before we start reading. Yeah. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. Uh, again for another wonderful day we thank you that we've had some hard conversations over the last few days and to see your hand move in that and bring things together uh, and answer our prayers uh, and just to see your hand in our lives bringing people together who have no idea what's going on separately but we're all working together and when we start to come together it's just great to know that we're advancing your kingdom I pray that you just continue to lead and guide us as we go about the podcast. Uh, I know that you're getting ready to do some great things. We just submit whatever you have for us. We're here for you to use however however necessary. Just pray for our nation, for our friends, for our loved ones, for our family. Uh, We just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. All right, so once again, guys, as always, I'm reading out the New International Version. So we're reading out of John 1, 12, and 13. Today's topic, I'll go ahead and give you the topic so you can hear it in that context of your identity. All right. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. That was short, incredibly short. Aaron, what did you think? Uh, So I love that verse. Uh, And and tonight in church, we actually started what is called the Identity Series. Uh, We're going to go over six weeks of identity. And, And I think it's something we often forget is that we've been given that entry into the kingdom, that we are children of God. Uh, and I, of course, have children, so I definitely relate 
And I've also been through some stuff when I was younger where I was in uh, some foster care situations. Uh, I had a really awesome foster family uh, very first. And I, I guess mentally thinking about that's how I relate. Uh, so when I went to the home uh, and I met this family, they had another kid also. Uh, he was a boy. We were about the same age. And he was really cool. He was kind of a weird kid, but but really cool. And I remember just being accepted into that family. Uh, so about three days after I first went there for the very first day, and I was just going through stuff in my own life, they had a little family dinner, and, and their you know, grandparents and cousins and stuff were over there. Uh, it was just I felt so loved and welcomed, and everybody was just excited. No one... I had any dumb questions like, oh, you're a foster or none of this weird stuff. They were just so loving and caring. Just make sure that I felt that. And for the whole time I was there, they just treated me the same way that they did their their, their own son. <clears throat> and, and I remember the feeling of that, uh, that love and acceptance. And it's no comparison to, to the love and acceptance we have into the family of God. But it's the only way I can correlate that to myself and keep that in my mind to know that just the way I was treated like that on an earthly level, it's even more so in the heavenly level. Like, I I could go to the fridge and get anything I wanted out of the fridge at any time. I could go to the cupboard to make whatever I wanted because I was was in the family, in the house. I could go in the yard. I could go into any room. I, I was welcome there. And so much or so in the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so something I would like to point out, we don't often talk about this, is I think the literary differences in the gospel, and so something that just hit me is that John has, uh, John tells us everything about the gospel before he starts depicting what Jesus' life was like, and that's a unique, I mean, obviously it's the, the one gospel that's not considered a synoptic gospel. So, I mean, obviously it's unique, but I think it's pretty cool. It's like one of those uh, movies that start at the end and then go 48 hours later or before, you know, or whatever it is. So I think the literary, like, people forget that the Bible is a work of art literally, literary, literary, literary as well, uh, you know, as God's word. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, And I guess I bring that up to say that um, you know, it's important to, to talk about what John's talking about. John's talking to, to the Jews about the deity of Christ. That's what John is all about, right? And see, so, yet to all who did receive him, being Christ, to those who believed in his name, again, Christ, he gave the right to become children of God, right? And so, if you receive Christ, so John's telling you, if you receive Christ, um, then you're a child of God. And then he, right after that, he goes on to explain. I love that about it because he says, you're a child of God. And I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? I don't know what that means. And he tells you. He says, you're not born of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. Which means you didn't come into the world because your mom and your dad drank too much one night after Applebee's date night dinner. Right? You came into the world because God wanted you to be there. You came into the w- world because God has a will and you're serving it. And so I think that that is so important when we start thinking about the issues of identity. Because, man, I talk about a lot how the world sold me a a whole lot of lies, and I, I bought them all. I bought them all. 
uh, but now that I know that I'm a child of God, that I am here because of his will, nothing that I've done, nothing that my parents done, but because he wanted me here, it allows me to be a lot more secure in my identity. <clears throat> Amen. Uh, I, th- I think the world feeds us full of a bunch of nonsense. It's, so tonight in church, in the beginning, talking about identity, uh, our pastor Matt actually had, it was really cool what he did. He had two little chairs and he sat them down and he had his wife come up and he interviewed his wife. And, and that's the place, one of the first questions he said is, who are you? And uh, for any of our listeners who might know Matt's wife, she's probably the second most amazing woman I know. My girlfriend, of course, is the first, or actually the second, because i got to count my mom. So, but she's an amazing woman, and everyone sees her as that. But when it got down to it, she she was like, you know, I, I don't know who I am. And, and she was talking about feeling worthless and not wanted. And, and she's like, well, I'm a felon. And I'm a messed up person. And no one else in this room sees her as that. We all see her as just an amazing woman of God who is so giving, loving, and kind, passionate. <clears throat> but the world has told her for so long that she's worthless and she's a felon and she's no good and she'll never be anything. And, and that's what the world tells us. Like, you've got to have this car or this much money in the bank you have to have this house, all these status things, or that you're not cool enough, uh, especially for the younger generation. If you're not running around having sex and, and drinking and doing drugs, you're not good enough. Uh, you know, I, have, I have a daughter who's almost 19 and my son's 17, and I think about them growing up in that culture, just the world constantly pushing, oh, you need this, or you need this to be cool, or you need to be this way. And the world just sets these standards of that they're they're never achievable anyway. And even the people. So we talked yesterday uh, about Tori Kelly. So here's someone who had all that and still wasn't fulfilled. How how many Hollywood suicides do we see? Uh, you know, I think one of the big ones, uh, Robin Williams. This dude was the funniest guy I've seen. Like like you would imagine a picture of a happy dude, and what happened. So the world's definition of what we need to be obviously doesn't work, and we're so full of that. And then we feed on it. We sit in, for for us, I know, in in prison feeling that way. Or we're, look, I'm 39 years old, and I live in pretty much a a transitional halfway house with a bunch of dudes. You know, I can't afford my bills. Uh, You know, it's, it's just damning to constantly have those voices when we have this verse that says we've been given the right to be called children of God. So this is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And, and we're his children. How do, you, how do you relate? How do you correlate your own stupid thoughts of worthlessness to knowing that your father is the creator of the heavens? Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, it's so beautiful to hear about somebody. So I know this may seem weird, but I think it's beautiful to hear about somebody and how they see themselves and how others see themselves. And, guys, here's the thing. is Everybody thinks so highly of, of Matt's wife, as I'm sure they should. I never met her, 
but I know Matt, and I know how highly he speaks of her, and so I believe that she's a great woman of God, right? But here's the thing. is Nobody in that room, not even Matt himself, could ever look at his wife like God looks at her. So if those people think she's that amazing, what does God think of her? And so that's what I was thinking about when you said that is God thinks even more, you know. God sees the best of the best in us. So, you know, if you've ever done something purely out of kindness, that's what God sees in you all the time. And that's hard for me to imagine because I don't see myself that way, but I know God does. So I think that's where we talk about identity and what that means is, is when we're a child of God, we have God in us, and that's what God sees. God sees his perfect love in us. And we may not see it, and we may not feel it, and others may see glimpses of it, but God sees pure love in us. And so we have we get a freedom. Well, we have to. We get a freedom to do things for God in a way that we are unconcerned about because we're secure in our identity. If you know that you're a child of God, you don't have to worry about those lies anymore. I'll tell you, like, guys, I, I, I can, can't stress this enough. I fall down all the time. I talk about inappropriate things. I uh, make inappropriate jokes. I still get mad. I'm not telling you guys that I walk this perfect line, but I'll tell you, I feel a lot more comfortable in who I am. And, you know, even the bad parts now, because I know that I'm a child of God. That's my identity. So I can, I can feel comfortable telling somebody about my past or about struggles that I'm going through, because I may be going through struggles, but I'm still a child of God, that that being secure in that identity, and I think that's what uh, that John is talking about, is that everybody who received him, who believed in his name, became child children of God, and they received that identity, and no longer their old one. That's definitely another great point. And when I think about what you highlighted as far as, you know, because I know how much Matt loves his wife and how, how great he treats her, and she even said that, um, and you just think about how much more God has for us. I know how amazing my girlfriend is to me. Uh, there's not even words that I could express to, to have our listeners understand how amazing she is to me. But more so is that love that God has for us. And when you think about that, you almost feel like an idiot for those for those struggles and downfalls and those stupid thoughts. You're like, you're a dummy. But it still doesn't help you to not have them the next day. And, yeah. And I I, de- I definitely agree with 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 you, Kevin. That and we talk about it a lot. I, you know, I definitely fail every day. And God is always right there. I want to be that guy for the people around me because it's so easy to be let down by people but know that they're just as much a part of the family of God as we are. They're never going to learn their identity in Christ if we are treating them. So something Matt said also is we, we don't treat people the way we should. So if we're not treating them that way, how are they ever going to know their identity in Christ? Because we're supposed to be Christ to the world. Uh, it's kind of condemning that I don't always treat people that way. And, and then I get mad at them when they don't understand their identity in Christ. Like, don't you know we who are God? 
and then I treat them like crap. So, it's definitely something I have to work on. Yeah, I think that's a so practically, Aaron. How do how do we start trying to live this identity? Right. That that would be my next question. So I know that you just talked a little bit about how we can help other people live that identity, but practically, how do we live this identity? I think one of the best ways <clears throat> is to spend time in, in prayer with God. And I don't and I don't mean so so for listeners who might be new to the faith or maybe not even in the faith. And when I say prayer, we think about some getting on your knees, closing your eyes, bowing your head, folding your hands, all these postures and, and pious-looking things. It's it's not that. It's just talking to God like he's right there. Just, just, just praying to him like he's right there with you. And it's okay to get mad at God. It's okay to... To tell him you don't like what he's doing. It's okay to, to ask God questions like, hey, what, what are you doing right now? I don't like this. This sucks. I'm dumb. I'm not, I'm not happy at all. Like, all of those things are okay to just be like pouring your heart out to God just like you would the person right next to you. And build that relationship. As we've talked before, a relationship is built on communication. And you have to communicate with God. You have to be in the Word. You, you've got to see what God's got going on. And you have to listen to godly people in your life. You have to allow them to be used by God to speak to you. Because God uses many different modes to speak to us, whether it be a, a voice. And people hear the voice of God. I, I wish I did all the time. I think at times in my life I may have. He speaks to us in his word. He speaks to us through an inspirational song, the, the right story at the right time, through the right people in our life. If we're truly listening, we're tuned. I think that's the best practical thing I got. Get some prayer. Get in the Word. Listen to some inspirational stories. Read some inspirational documentary books or whatever opens you up to hear that voice of God and know that you are a child of God. He loves you and cares for you and wants nothing more than just to be there for you. Yeah, I think that's 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 perfectly said. I think for me, I think maybe I I talk too much sometimes and maybe give too many practical advice. So I'm going to give you guys one practical advice tonight, right? And I know that this is hard, but this is what you have to do. Every time you make a mistake for the next week, just say, it's okay, I'm a child of God. Big or small, whatever that mistake is, I challenge you to do that. Every time you make a mistake, it's okay, I'm a child of God. Guys, part of our identity, part of the beauty of being a child of God and having that identity is that we don't have to burden ourselves as much as we like to. Uh, I'm I'm an example of that, but Aaron, you are a really bad example of this, is when you make mistakes or you're not where you want to be, you get really down. So I challenge you, our listeners, I challenge you, Aaron, every time you make a mistake this week, just to tell yourself, it's okay. I'm a child of God. Because God's not looking at your mistakes. Now, he doesn't want you to make them over and over and over again. I'm not telling you that's okay. But what I'm saying is just say that. Just say that one little phrase and see if it helps. Because I think it will. I think reminding yourself of your identity is the best way to practically walk it out on a daily basis. Yeah, it's 
So, um, you know, Aaron, Aaron, uh, what did you say your, your practical application was? <clears throat> in a nut, I, nutshell. Uh, prayer, bro. But if I've had to put it in just prayer. Prayer. So prayer and uttering that one phrase. It's okay, I'm a child of God. That's what we want you guys to do. Concentrating on your, on your identity. If you're a believer, you're a child of God. Right? One more time, just to go back and so we hammer down what the scripture says. Right? Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So if you believed in his name and you received him in your heart, it's okay. You're a child of God. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out so we can uh, let you guys go. Remember, we're off Sundays, so we'll come back Monday night. You probably won't get one again until Tuesday morning, but um, we'll talk. Oh, before we go, Aaron, just discuss this with our with our listeners. So we're starting off a new a new thing next week. We're going to do a week at a time. We're going to do specific topics. So all of next week will be about self discipline. So we encourage you to listen in and try to get some good good tidbits on self discipline and how it applies to our Christian walk. Anything to add to that, Aaron? <clears throat> uh, I'm just really excited for it. Uh, self discipline is is probably one of my favorite subjects, so I definitely have a lot for it. Um, I encourage our listeners to have some notes ready, have a, a paper, have an app open, pen, pencil. Probably going to offer some book suggestions. There's a couple of really good books I know on self-discipline. Probably going to talk about those and mention them. Uh, so just be ready for some good stuff. All right, guys. You heard it. Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. We now have an Instagram. Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast Instagram. We have a Facebook page with a Twitter handle. Uh, we're trying to get more active on that so that you guys can reach out and find us and so you can communicate with us. Uh, we love you guys. We want to hear from you. Um, so with that, I'll just we'll pray out and get moving on. All right, attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time to come before you and read your word, God. I thank you that you allow it to move my heart each and every day. I ask that you allow me to do a better job of letting it move my heart so that I can better follow your decrees here on earth. God, I ask that as we move forward with this podcast that you bless mine and Aaron's life and that you allow us to, you allow our listeners to show you moving in our lives as an example. God, I ask that you keep your hand on this podcast and allow it to become whatever you might want it to become. God, for all of our friends, our family, for everybody around us who is hurting or maybe going through something right now, we just ask that you put your hand on them. Let them feel love. Let them feel compassion. Let them feel who you are, God. Um, I would just ask that you continue to move in our lives, even when we're not seeing it, even when we feel disconnected or if we feel way way far away from where we should be, just let us know that you're still moving. I ask all these things in your glorious Son's name, Jesus. Amen.